always has good things to say. Um, again, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we did start a new crush group about three weeks ago, but we got a whole bunch of people uh, that want to be in a new crush group. So if you're interested, uh, there is more information on that on <clears throat> the website, or Josh can put that in the chat. <clears throat> uh, these calls are live streamed on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, and they're also turned into audio podcasts, which are on my website and on my channel, uh, which I think is The Big Joel Show on YouTube. If you want to uh, rewatch or watch or whatever, uh, if there's good stuff in there. On that side note, last, uh, last call two weeks ago, I got a lot of great um, feedback on uh, and uh, you might want to check that one out if you missed it. That uh, was John Palmiato uh, two weeks ago. There was a lot of uh, really, really good stuff in there. Okay, welcome, welcome. Uh, I'm Joel. For those of you that are new to the call, I really don't look at the chat because I have too many people on here. Um, if you do put something in the chat, there's a chance uh, Josh uh, may see it. Um, but if I ignore you in the chat, uh, please uh, don't take it personally, but I'm trying to uh, talk to everyone and I'm trying to talk to Brian Manning at the same time. So, uh, you know, the market is uh, mildly interesting right now. I think there's still uh, a fair amount of high pitched whining going on regarding uh, inventory and production. Um, I can tell you that for me, uh, you know, and the people that I'm blessed to work with very closely, uh, everybody is pretty busy and picking up. Uh, picking up steam across all markets, I think with the exception of maybe one or two people. I One of them was just on here, but he disappeared. Um, you know, uh, even, even with what I'll call lower inventory, the inventory is coming on. It's going off. Of course, our people are ready with fully docked files. We can close fast, obviously, with the exception of New York, which you can't do anything fast there in the mortgage business or the real estate business. But every other state, you know, closing fast is what it's all about. Um, and, you know, I just want to tell you real quick before I start talking with Brian, the best way to beat back uh, what I would call predatory lending rates is with speed. It is literally the only and best way. So, you know, if you are not uh, taking loan applications, completing them up front, doing all your work so you can close fast, you are on the wrong train or you are on the wrong uh, subway or you're on the wrong vehicle uh, because the best loan officers in the country are having their agent partners write really fast closes so they can jam them through. Obviously, uh, you know, I'm not crazy. I do know that when it's predatory, it's predatory. And the good news or the bad news is, is nothing that good lasts for that long ever. Um, and as soon as investors fill up, especially small banks and credit unions, they do have laws pertaining to them based on their assets versus how many loans they can close. And amazingly enough, those of us that have been around a long time have seen, you know, a bank rate pop up a half percent, you know, in one day at small banks as they completely fill their coffers with loans. Um, again, this is a ground and pound grind market. That's why I love having Brian Manning on, one of the ultimate grinders. You guys have heard this. You guys have heard me say this uh, many times. Um, I, when, when people go through crush groups or work with me one-on-one, I always say, if you just do about 30% of what I'm saying, you're going to you're probably going to double your business in a year. Brian Manning is one of those do everything guys and do it well and, <laughs> and really implement it. And, and, 
and and really works hard and and is a grinder and 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 I love having Brian on right now because if you're not grinding in this market, uh, you're you know you're you're going to get left behind. And and last uh, two weeks ago, Brian, I'll share this with you. We I might we might have talked about this when we were on the phone a couple of days ago or whatever. Uh, John Pagliato said he goes, "Hey people, if you think these big dogs are slowing down, you're crazy. You have to work even harder because these big guys." Want to take market share, and and Brian Manning, uh, who lives in Boulder, Colorado, and works for Cross Country Mortgage, is one of those guys that will gladly uh, take your agent relationship and smile while doing it. Meaning he he's got no problem making phone calls on Saturday and Sunday to take your business because that's the kind of market that we're in right now. And Brian, it was kind of funny, you know. John said it sort of fast, and I know it. I don't know if everybody completely embraced it, but I mean. You know, I knew exactly what he was talking about. That, like, hey, these guys—they're doing ten million a month. Yeah, they want to do twelve. They're not okay with doing ten. They're doing—they're doing twelve. They want to do sixteen. You know. So, um, Brian, you've been in the business how long? It's a long time, right? I started in '98. '98. And uh, Brian, when did you move? When did you move to uh, Boulder? When did you make the move official? Yeah, July will be eleven years. So, you know, everyone, this is interesting, too, for Brian, because he started his career in Florida and yep. then picked up and moved to Boulder 11 years. Granted, yes, he's been in the business in Boulder 11 years, but this is a market move guy. This isn't a guy that's been in one market, uh, you know, dominating that market uh, forever. So he had a ton of work to do. And those of you that haven't been to Boulder, obviously, everyone knows about Boulder because of University of Colorado, but Boulder is not the biggest town. I mean, it's, it's not the biggest place. So, uh, you know, obviously Brian, you had a lot of ground and pound just to break in there as a Florida guy, right? It's true. Yeah. It was, it took relentless work for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, I asked Brian, uh, uh, a couple, two or three days ago, we were on the phone and actually I texted him cause I saw him put something on Facebook or something. I said, Hey, are you doing something? I said on Saturday and Sunday and whatever. And his response very quickly was, you know, I forget what I was asking, Brian. Was it CC calls or something? What was I asking yeah. you? Yeah, it was CC calls. Yeah. And, and Brian went into this uh, this whole this whole, uh, you know, monologue about how productive the weekends have been. And, you know, Brian, share with everyone. I know you pivoted. Was it in the was it basically January or was it December? When did you pivot and start saying, Wow, I'm able to be way more productive on a Saturday. Talk about that a little bit because I want to just talk about your grind because I think it'll be helpful for everyone. Yeah, I think it was it was January, um, probably like mid to end January when I realized um, that just coming in on the weekends and making phone calls, I, I just started to track the the phone calls we we're making and, and the conversion and the amount of people that we spoke to. And my weekends were the connects were just ridiculous compared to the phone calls I was making during the week. So it was definitely more fruitful to come and spend three, four hours here Saturday and Sunday making my calls. Um, and I could probably get done in three or four hours each day, Saturday and Sunday, what I get done all week in the regular uh, course of the Monday through Friday. So that's, that's, that's interesting, everyone. You know, listen up there. We talk about this all the time in crush groups about, you know, making calls. But by the way, these are not cold calls. Brian is not cold calling no. agents. These are not cold calls. These are calls where he wants to connect with people, whether it's a, a loan he's closed or it could be a loan in process or it could be uh, what we call a BIC. Those of you that have been through crush groups, a budding car or, or someone that we fully docked. 
Um, and, and he just said, I just want to repeat what he said. He said he's getting more done on Saturday and Sunday than he's getting done Monday through Friday as far as finding and connecting with people. Is that a, is that a fair statement? That's what you said, yeah, right? Yeah, 100% accurate. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah which, which is amazing. Brian, just give people some... Just give people some clarity. Your your March units are going to be what? Uh, March is at 22 right now. Purchases. And, and April? April is at 13 already. And okay, I just got, so, I got five more this morning. <laughs> so, so I don't know what we're so, at now for April. So, so everybody, listen up. 22 purchase units in March. <clears throat> 22 part purchase units in March, everyone. And Brian is in Boulder, Colorado. Google it. See how many houses are listed there, by the way. That is a very tight inventory market. This is due to him, pardon my French, busting ass and working smart and working really hard on the right activities. Okay. So those of you that are in those tight markets where you're where you're where, where you're doing the no inventory game, um, I'm letting you know uh, it's there. Uh, you just got to go get it and you have to go get it. Very, very strategically. And Brian, these, these purchase units are coming in from your agent partners that you've been front of, in front of relentlessly, correct? Relentless. B2Bs nonstop, parties, dinners, phone calls, just relentless, yeah. And, and, and you know, I was uh, last week and the week before, uh, uh, where was I? Oh, Kinchlow's on here. I was with Kinchlow a couple of weeks ago in Connecticut. And, and you know, these agents literally... They're getting 30 calls a yep. day from loan officers, a day. And some of these loan officers, and I'm sorry if I offend anyone on this call, are using dialers that are calling these, these agents. Hi, I'm so-and-so with so-and-so. So-and-so would like to meet with you on Thursday. I'd like to set up an appointment for him. These agents are cracking up at those phone calls, people. I don't care if you've made a couple of those appointments. These agents think that is completely asinine that you are having someone else call them. Let me tell you what else is asinine. Calling someone you don't know and asking them to go to lunch again, you may as well get a white panel van and a clown suit and pull up to a school. Okay, that's how freaky it is to these agents. When you hi, I'm so-and-so with so-and-so mortgage. Want to go to lunch? Who are you? Click. They don't care. Okay, you're missing the whole beginning. Of what's going on. So Brian, give everyone uh, some some nuggets uh, on on. Tell us what your day looks like. I know you're super regimented on what you do. Um, you can leave off the the 3 a.m. workout. You can leave that off. But, 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 but uh, Brian, what do you you know, I know your day is very scheduled um, and I know you always have B2Bs every day. But yep, yep. what do you what what are the core activities that you're doing right now that are paying off? Uh, let's see. So I, I actually, for quite a while, I've been trying to schedule two B2Bs every day. So I try and schedule uh, an 11 a.m. and a 1 p.m. Um, I started doing that because my goal was to do five B2Bs a week. And I realized if I scheduled five 1 p.m. B2Bs, like three of them would cancel and I end up with, with two and I wasn't getting done the amount of B2Bs I wanted to. So I started scheduling B2Bs at 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. because, you know, with realtors, um, half of them are going to cancel anyway. So I'm, I'm at least getting still my five B2Bs a week done. So, so that's the first thing is, is I'm always on the hunt and my phone calls for the next B2B for someone that we're working with or looking at when's the last time I met with them? Has it been a month? Um, do I need to meet with them again? 
Um, so that, that's a big part of it. And then, um, so Brian, Brian, just real quick. So that's four hours a day of business building activity face to face people. I'm not going to get deep into explaining a B2B exactly because that's a two or three hour explanation, but a belly to belly is breakfast, lunch, or dinner with an agent. Uh, coffee does not count. Um, people that work with me are not allowed in coffee shops, period. So uh, coffee doesn't count. It's fast and impersonal. Um, and so just to quickly uh, uh, tell you what Brian means by that is the simplest way is, is Brian is spending four hours a day doing biz dev in person, not on his phone at his desk. He is physically in front of someone where he can develop a new relationship or deepen an existing one five days a week, four hours a day. Okay. That's a massive. Okay. That's massive. And that's the reason he closed 22 loans in March. I can tell you right now, that's the reason because uh, I have met some of Brian's agent partners. I know how nasty the inventory is there. I've heard them complaining. So that is massive market share. Brian, it'd be interesting to see what the market share was for the month, you know, and how many loans closed in Boulder. What else besides the B2Bs, Brian, when you're in your office, uh, tell them what you're doing. What are you following up on? Tell me what you're doing. Yeah. So in the office, I have uh, zero zero time calendar appointments. So I take my, uh, our our current clients and I always put them in. Uh, I start them once they close. I do my first call now four months after they close. So I'm doing, I don't know, I have like 17 uh, CC calls, I call them today that I have to get done. Um, if my lunch appointment's far, I'll take an Uber lunch appointment and I'll make those phone calls in the back of the Uber as well. So that's just checking in with the current client database. Um, and then I have our PP phone calls and our BIC phone calls. And those are kind of sprinkled in throughout the week, depending on where we're at in the process with them. Um, just checking in with them, asking them how their home search is going, if they have any mortgage questions for us or if their documents are getting ready to expire, um, looking at what's going to expire and requesting new documents from them so that we can really get the, the full approval updated. So yeah, I would say the bulk of the phone calls are, are agents that we're working with, current clients, PPs, BICs. So Brian, how many, uh, how many BICs do you have right now, ballpark? Oh, about 45. Okay, so everyone that hasn't been through a crush group on here, that's 45 completely docked files, right, Mark Wilkins? Everything in the file, right, Mark? Literally everything. LOXs, large deposits, those files are licked and sticked, done. Okay, so when that contract comes in, appraisal, HOI, homeowners insurance, earnest money, title work, close. That's it, close. No other conditions on those files. Those of you that have been through crush groups know all about that. I see a bunch of crush group people on here right now, and you people know all about that. That is key in this market. It's very hard to tell your agent partners, write a 10-day close. Again, I understand you New York people can't do that, but write a 10-day close unless you have a licked and sticked file. Most people on this call have had some type of rifts at their company and you don't even have enough people to run around and clean up your mess. Therefore, there should be no mess if you want to close that fast. Brian, Laz, you're cracking me up. Brian, um, tell me uh, tell me as far as state of mind, your agent partners, what type of state of mind are they in right now? Are they, 
are they starting to come out of the haze of, you know, that the, the complaining haze and digging in? The agents I'm talking to across the country are starting to whisper, I have listings coming on, I have listings coming on, I have listings coming on. Obviously, yep. there's all the other crap going on with the banks and, you know, and all the news, and which usually is good for us. I mean, bad for people, but good for mortgage people, yep. typically. Um, what are they saying, Brian? Talk to me about what your agent partners are saying in your market and how you're counseling them. Yeah, I mean, I think general feedback is we just see extreme, extremely low inventory, but there's definitely more and more inventory coming to the market. Um, the really good agents that have just been grinding through all of this, they're getting the listings, they're handling them correctly, they're listing them well. Um, on those, we're seeing multiple offers. So depending on the condition the home is in, the price it's listed at, the location it's in, we're, we're actually seeing more and more competitive offers. Um there's definitely a small element of newer people that are stressed out by this because they're just, you know, they don't have the inventory that they don't have the buyer activity right now. They got into this a year or two ago and business was easy and they haven't been grinding at it. Um, but the grinders right now, they're doing great. I mean, they, they have listings and, and they're doing pretty well right now. And I would, you know, I would say, you know, this in, in any market for, I think I heard this the first time, I don't know, 30 plus years ago, if a house is sitting on the market, it means it's either overpriced or, or a dog. I mean, it's, yep. it's there's just usually almost no other reason is yep. overpriced or it needs work. Okay. You know, one way or the other, or, or yep. maybe it doesn't even need a lot of work. It's just what agents would call a dog, you know, purple yep. shag carpeting and a disco ball in the dining room, you know, just something that most buyers can't see past. Like they, they just can't deal with it. You know, and the seller, the seller didn't put any work into it, which, again, falls under needs work or is a dog. And so, Brian, are you seeing if a cherry house goes on the market, um, you know, it's multiples, it's going over and it's gone in seconds? Yeah, I just had one that we got this morning that was uh, on the market on Friday. They paid 150K over multiple offers closing in 14 days. And how many uh, any uh, contingencies or what contingencies were waived? I'm curious. So, uh, so we already have full loan, loan approval. So we're doing that with our BICs now. So we were able right. to have our uh, new loan availability. So they just had new loan terms at one day, which is basically just meaning the buyer's okay with the, the rate and the terms. They waived their uh, new loan availability because they were a true BIC. And that's right. it. That's all there is in, the, in there. So uh, home inspection? They'll do a home inspection. Yeah, but they got like five days to get it done. Okay, but the, so that contingency was still there, though. Still there. I'm not seeing it, inspections yet to get with. Yeah, in some of these other markets, Brian, we're seeing already appraisal, home, home inspections waived yeah. already in, in, in some of these markets. I don't know. You guys can, if you have your cameras on, you can wave or give me thumbs up if you're already seeing that in your markets because <laughs> we are we are definitely uh, seeing that in some of the other markets already. So this is an old school, normal offer. It's a fast close, yep. all contingencies. Yep. Obviously, you got the mortgage done, so you're able to get around that, But right. um, but nothing waived yet. And have you seen anything come into you with a home inspection waived or an appraisal waived or not? No, since not, yet. not recently. Yeah. Okay. Right All right. Now. All right. Interesting. Um, so Brian, what would you tell people to do? Um, you know, in, in this type of market, if pe people are on this call and they're, they're, they're geezing a little bit, I mean, they're starting to lose it a little bit. They're closing one loan or two loans and, and, and they're getting, you know, a little stressed out about that. Um, you know, what, what, what kind of, what kind of nuggets would you give people 
Um, you know, maybe stay away from some acronyms that maybe they might not know. Yeah. You know, what do they need to do? Should everyone be getting up earlier? Should everyone be, you know, I, I'm a grinder. I mean, I, I'll outwork anyone. I'll just work you into the ground. And if it gets hard, I'm just going to work harder because I know yeah. that most people are soft and they're going to give up and I can just run them over yeah. personally, yeah. you know, and, and, and is that your personal mantra? I mean, are you just going to outwork them and mow them down? Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, well, I think two things, you know, I learned this from the crush group. Um, I never did a good job staying in touch with our current client database, which I don't think a lot of people do. So if you have time on your hands right now, um, calling your current client database. And I mean, I, I think the call you have us do is so easy. It's just, uh, Hey, Joel, this is Brian. I was just thinking about you call to say hello to see how you're doing. Like we're not talking rates or anything. Um, so I can tell you from, we started those calls, um, our current client new business is up like 40% total from when I started making those calls. So, so those of you that are on this call right now that have been through a crush group and you're not doing that, shame on you in a large way. I yep. me repeat the number he just said, 40% yeah. up. <laughs> That's a, that yep. is a big, massive number. Kristen, Kristen, you making those calls? Are you bad? Are you bad? You are. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Ah, there she goes. She is. All right. No, no. Um, um, and Brian, what about, uh, you know, just staying healthy? What do you do? Uh, what do you do when you're not, uh, when you're not working? Um, I know you work out, but what other kind of stuff just keeps your brain going? Uh, I mean, I try and read 20 minutes a day and, um, I'm not a great reader. Shit. My wife could read a book in like two days flat. I, it could take me a year to read a book. So it's a struggle, <laughs> but, but I try. Um, yeah. and I just, I like doing a lot of outdoor stuff. I do a lot of trail running. Um, you know, no cell phone, no nothing. Go super early in the morning before my phone's going to ring anyway, just to get out and clear my head and, and get some good exercise in. And we're living in an area where it's all really uh, readily accessible. So, um, yeah, go ahead, keep going. Sorry, I do want to say one more thing. So, an another item that was really impactful for us um, has been grown our realtor database by picking off listing agents. Um, and I never had great success with them until, again, from the crush group, the phone call was, hey, Joel, this is Brian calling on 123 or calling about the buyers on 123 Main Street. Call me, 720-496-4301 and hang up. I never got calls back from listing agents before, but that message um, makes them call almost every time. I'm actually shocked when someone doesn't call back from that. And then cultivating the listing relationship from there. Um, we have a high success ratio of, of our B2Bs after a transaction. And I hear all the time, I just had one with a mother-daughter team the other day. The lady says to me, just like you said a minute ago, I have 25 people a day calling me and you're the only person I agreed to meet for lunch. Um, and it all starts from that one voicemail. So yeah. the listing agents are, I don't think people give a lot of love the right way to uh, to listing agents. Well the relationship. You know, Brian, it's a thing. And, and, and I can tell who, where a loan officer came from. It's almost like I can tell their genetic makeup when either they tell me that they hate agents. Okay. Or that they don't understand that their agent partners are the client. It's not yeah. the borrower. Mm -hmm. There's so many loan officers that are so teed up on their commission on the loan yep. they miss everything else and scorch the whole earth all around them leaving mm -hmm. potential relationships just gone just away yep. because what they're all about is that loan and that commission on that loan and they mm -hmm. can't think 
past that. Why? I don't know. I mean, I love it for you guys because you're just mowing those agents down. I mean, they're just, yep. those LOs down. I mean, those LOs are gone. I don't know. Hey, uh, hey, Laz, Laz, do you have any idea on stats on uh, LOs uh, turning licenses in? Um, I know there's a lot of agent stats not not uh, not renewing, you know, just because they didn't want to pay their E&O. It's a massive number. But anything on LOs last, not to put about you on the spot? About 6% in Massachusetts. Have already tapped. Okay. So that's one state, state of Massachusetts, 6% of the LOs have tapped. That means they've handed their license in, right, Laz? They're gone. Gave up. And they're, and I'm, I'm going with that number is going to go up because I'll tell you, even as inventory comes on the market, there is no room in the market for part-time loan officers messing around trying to do two loans a month. I'm telling you, you're going to get smash mouth by a Brian Manning somewhere. Okay. He's going to be coming hard and fast for that one loan and then going to build a relationship yeah. with your partner and, and it's game set match 227. Brian, what's the best way? Is it Brian at Brian Manning team? What is it? Yep. If someone wants to email you. Yeah. Brian at brianmanningteam.com. Okay. Brian at brianmanningteam.com. Brian is with cross country mortgage in Boulder, Colorado, snowy and lovely Boulder, Colorado yep. um, right now. And uh, Brian it's is a great guy. Company. He, where does he get his delivery of boxes with his name? I know what he does with the boxes when someone gets a accepted offer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hold on, Laz. I got you. No, 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 no. You're right. Where'd you get Brian? Was that you or did you get that from everyone? I do. Uh, I take uh, a whole bunch of loan officers once a year to new Orleans and we do a mastermind and, um, and uh, we, this last mastermind, there was some great flow for after close. Brian, was that your jam or was yeah, it Sam? Yeah. It was you, right? Tell yeah, everyone, no, t- tell them what the company no, is. It's, uh, it's called BizBox. And the website is Biz, B-I-Z, Box, B-O-X, Inc, I-N-C, Biz, BizBox, Inc. And that is something that is done after the loan closes. You guys can go look. I'm looking at the time. I'm not going to go deep into that right now. But well, it's that not is... when the loan closes. It's when they're moved, right? It's when they're moved. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yep. Right, yep. Right. It's once they're under contract. Yep. Yeah, once they're under contract. You're right, Laz. Thank you for correcting me 100%. So, uh, and it's it's um, it's pretty cool. Go, go, uh, you know, go check it out if you're interested. Again, it, you know, it's not, it doesn't cost two cents. So, you know, Brian does reinvest in his business and you can see how that's paying off. So everyone, uh, Brian's uh, email, I think, is in the chat. If not, just Google him, Brian Manning. If you're friends with me on Facebook, go on my Facebook, you'll find him. Uh, you can find him anywhere if you have any questions. And Brian, I just want to sincerely uh, thank you for being on today. It's always awesome and I appreciate your time. And I, I know you had to schedule this you know, right in there, just coming back from a, coming back from a B2B, but everyone heads up, let's go. There's no reason to have a pity party for yourself right now. Okay. Game on. This is a great market. It's a great time to be a loan officer. It's only going to get better and better and better. Every day is going to get better. So if you tap out and give up, you're not going to be on that train, everyone. Okay, David Laz, no bad days. That's exactly right. Or as, 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 uh, as, uh, uh, I just spaced out on that. Okay, everyone, see you guys later. See you in two weeks. Thank Thank you. Have a great day.